0: Welcome to Zichud Avsi. My Goldai, and today we're discussing Daf Gimmel. The first parak b'sul niseis. This mesekhet has been jointly sponsored as a schus v'achzakas a I just want to mention that pop quizzes are back from Zechus Ksuvos. You can find them at the end of this year. So the tirdups are going to focus on number. We learned that the Rabbanon decreed ain't onus begidin that the fact that a husband was an onus and was not able to return in time does not make the get invalid. This was so Snuos should not fear of remarrying and so that Prutsos should not enter into a wrongful marriage. The Gemara here asks, Is there such a thing where Mother Raisa is not a valid get and yet out of concern for Snuos or Prutsos we permit a married woman to the world at large that she can marry someone else? Rashi explains that we learn that the Torah does not hold an onus responsible for his actions from the Pasuk regarding Anar Marasa, a betrothed maiden who was raped. The Pasuk states, lo But to the maiden you shall do nothing, the maiden has committed no sin. The Qumari answers that the decree permits her to marry because Kod Whoever's Makadish does so according to the will of the rabbis, and in this case, the rabbis uprooted his Kedushim. Rav explained to Ravina that this is so even with a Kedushan through Bia. For the Rabban render his Bia a nus a promiscuous Bia. Pointing to Rav Shmuel Bar Yitzchak said, This ruling regarding marrying a on Wednesday was taught only from Ezra's Takana and onward. But before then, when bate Dinim would sit every day, a woman could get married any day. And asked, what point is there to say what the halacha was before the takana? It answers that what Rav Shmuel bar Yitzchak meant was that if presently there are batei dinim in certain places that sit in judgment every day, like they did before the takana, then a woman could get married any day. When the Gemara questions how this could be permitted, since the Rebundant still required Shaktu, the preparations of the wedding should be at least three weekdays, it answers that this is referring to a case the Tar-chale, where he busied himself with preparations before Shabbos. And point number three, the Gemara brings up Ritesh that relates, And from the time of Sakana and onward, when it became dangerous to marry on a Wednesday, and the people began to marry on Tuesday, the Chami did not protest. Even then, one should not marry on Monday. Rashi explains that whereas permitting the wedding on Tuesday provides the Khasan at least two days to prepare, marrying on a Monday would only give him one day to do so. But if there is some onus, then even marrying on Monday would be permitted. When the governor suggests that if there is a mortal danger, they should completely abolish the takana, Rabbah said that the decree was that the government said that a Basua that married on a Wednesday, tibala hegmon chila, should have relations with the governor first. Since it was not a mortal danger, the Rabun did not abolish their takana. When the Gemara questions what moral danger is there, it's only a rape, it answers that the Sunilists would give up their lives instead of letting themselves be raped. The Gemara asks that we can just teach them that they'll still be mutter to their husbands, and answers that there's still a problem of prudzos, who will have relations willingly, and thereby become forbidden to their husbands, and the wives of Kohanim, who are not permitted to go back to their husbands. The Gemara concludes that the reason they did not abolish Wednesday weddings is that a government decree will eventually be revoked, and therefore... We do not abolish the kind of the in the face of a decree. So once again the three points are number one, we learned that the Rabun decreed ain't onus begetten, that the fact that a husband was an onus and was not able to return in time does not make the getten valid. This was so Snuos should not fear of remarrying and so that Pruzos should not enter into a wrongful marriage. The Gemara here asks, Is there such a thing where midaraisa is not a valid get and yet, out of concern for Snuos or Pruzos, we permit a married woman to the world at large that she can marry someone else? Rashi explains that we learn that the Torah does not hold an onus responsible for his actions from the Pasuk regarding Anar Marasa, a betrothed maiden who was raped. The Pasuk states, o But to the maiden you shall do nothing, the maiden has committed no sin. The Gemara answers that the decree permits her to marry because Kod Whoever's Makadish does so according to the will of the rabbis, and in this case, the rabbis uprooted his Kedushim. Ravashi explained to Ravina that this is so even with a condition through Bia. For the Rabban render his Bia a nus a promiscuous Bia. Pointing to Rav Shmuel Bar Yitzchak said, This ruling regarding marrying a basul on Wednesday was taught only from Ezra's Takana and onward. But before then, when bate Dinim would sit every day, a woman could get married any day. When the Gora asks what point is there to say what the Halacha was before the takana? it answers that what Rav Shmuel Bar Yitzchak meant was that if presently there are dinim in certain places that sit in judgment every day, like they did before the takana, then a woman could get married any day. When the Gora questions how this could be permitted, since the Rebundant still required Shaktu, the preparations for the wedding should be at least three weekdays, it answers that this is referring to a case the Taraklih, where he busied himself with preparations before Shabbos. And point number three, the Gemara brings up Ritesh that relates, And from the time of Sakana and onward, when it became dangerous to marry on a Wednesday, and the people began to marry on Tuesday, the Chami did not protest. Even then, one should not marry on Monday. Rush explains that whereas permitting the wedding on Tuesday provides the Chasen at least two days to prepare, marrying on a Monday would only give him one day to do so. But if there is some onus, then even marrying on Monday would be permitted. When the Gemara suggests that if there is a mortal danger, they should completely abolish the Takana, Rabba said that the decree was that the government said that a basula that married on a Wednesday, Tibala Hegmon Tchila, should have relations with the governor first. Since it was not a mortal danger, the Rabban did not abolish their Takana. When the Gemara questions what mortal danger is there, it's only a rape, it answers that the would give up their lives instead of letting themselves be raped. The Gemara asks that we can just teach them that they'll still be mutter to their husbands, and answers that there's still a problem of prudzos who will have relations willingly and thereby become forbidden to their husbands, and the wives of kohanim who are not permitted to go back to their husbands. The Gemara concludes that the reason they did not abolish Wednesday weddings is that a government decree will eventually be revoked, and therefore we do not abolish the can of the in the face of a decree. All right, so now we go to our siman of gemal, and a standard siman is a gemal, a camel, a camel. So here goes. The three judges who ruled that the get of the men who returned late because of a slow-walking camel was valid because he was Makadish on the dasa of the Rabbanan decide to start judging daily so that marriages may take place every night after they learned that the Rabbanan refused to abolish their Wednesday Takana because the government would eventually revoke the evil Hegmon decree. Once again in slow motion. The three judges who ruled that the get of the men who returned late because of a slow-walking camel, slow-walking camel, Gamal, that must be learned of... Gimel! The three judges who ruled that the get of the man who returned late because of a slow walking camel was valid because he was Makadish on the daza the Rabbanon. Which reminds us, we learned that the rabban decreed ain't onus begetten, that the fact that a husband was an onus and was not able to return in time does not make the get valid. When the Gemur here asks, is there such a thing where Midderaiset? It is not a valid get, and yet, out of concern for its newest or prutzos, we permit a married woman to the world at large that she can marry someone else? It answers that the decree permits her to marry because Kodim the Makadish to Rabban HaMakadosh Rabbanu Kedusha Whoever's Mechadish does so according to the will of the rabbis, and in this case, the rabbis uprooted his Kedushan. So the three judges who ruled that the get of the man who returned late because of a slow-walking camel was valid because he was mekadosh on the dasa the Rabbanon, decided to start judging daily, so that marriages may take place every night. Which reminds us of Shmuel Bar Yitzchak taught that if presently there are Bate dinim in certain places that sit in judgment every day, like they did before Ezra's Takana, then women could get married any day. When the more questions how this could be permitted, since the Rabbanon still required Shaktu, that preparations for the wedding should be at least three weekdays, it answers that this was referring to a case, the tarachle where he busied himself with preparations before Shabbos. So the three judges who ruled that the get of the man who returned late because of a slow-walking camel, was valid because he was Mekadosh on the Dasa, the Rabbanan, decided to start judging daily so that marriages may take place every night after they learned that the Rabbanan refused to abolish their Wednesday Takana because the government would eventually revoke the evil Hegmon decree, which reminds us, the concludes that the reason they did not abolish Wednesday chasnas, despite the decree that the Hegmon should have relations with the basula first, is that a government decree will eventually be revoked, and therefore we do not abolish the of the Rabbanan in the face of a decree. So once again, the three judges who ruled that the get of the men who returned late because of a slow-walking camel was valid, because he was Makadish on the Dasa the de Rabanan decide to start judging daily so that marriages may take place every night. After they learned that the rabban refused to abolish the Wednesday takana because the government would eventually revoke the evil hegmon decree. All right, now it's time for a formal chazara. Daf kuf chaf. So the simur daf kuf chaf is a cook. So here goes the cook. The cook that must be learned daf kuf chaf. The cook at the wild safari restaurant who identified the corpse as one of the waiters based on his face, forehead, and nose, which reminds us it was taught in a brace of witnesses only see a corpse's forehead without the form of a face or only the form of the face without the forehead they may not testify until both are seen together with the nose. So the cook of the wild safari restaurant, who identified the corpse as one of the waiters based on his face, forehead, and nose, discovered he had the same birthday and same mole as the victim. Which reminds us, Rubber rejected the biased interpretation of a and said that everyone agrees that simanim are valvim in the rice, but here in the case of the mole, they disagree with a mole which is commonly found in the same part of the body as one's bengilo, which Rashi explains as someone born at the same hour and therefore has the same muzzle. The Rabbin hold that a mole is commonly found on a Ben Gila and therefore is not a valid simon to identify the corpse. And Rabbi Yezub and Mahabai holds a mole is not commonly found. The Gmore brings alternative versions of Rabbah's explanation. So the cook of the wild safari restaurant who identified the corpse as one of the waiters based on his face, forehead, and nose discovered he had the same birthday and same mole as the victim who had been tragically attacked in his vital organs by a wild beast Which reminds us, the mission stated Eden, They may not testify that man is dead until they see that his soul has departed even though they saw him suffering from being hacked or hanging from a gallows or devoured by a wild beast Review to said, "Name of guy in the wild beast. They taught this only when the animal is seen eating from an area in the body from which the soul does not depart, referring to non-vital organs or limbs of a b'makom yotzam they eat, but from a place where the soul departs, meaning the vital organs such as the brain, heart, or intestines. They may testify. Daf Kufchafalv. So the similar Daf Kufchafalv is a cocoa bean farmer. So here goes. When Pedro, the cocoa bean farmer, cocoa bean farmer, that must mean on Daf when Petr the Cocoa Bean Farmer fell into the pool of cave water, which reminds us, the next mission states, mind if a man fell into water and was not seen to come up, Benchiehlensov, Benchiehlensov, Ishto Asura, whether the water has an end or the water has no end, his wife is forbidden to marry, for he still may be alive. Abai defines water that has an end as any body of water small enough that one stands in one place and can see its four sides. Russia gives the example of one who sees someone fall into a pool of water in a cave where he can see all its banks. So when Pedro, the cocoa bean farmer, fell into the pool of cave water, he grabbed onto a daf and bowed his head whenever a wave came. Which reminds me related what Rabbi Kiva said to him in explaining how he was saved from a sinking ship. Ramgumio said, he said to me, duff shall seen in these dominantly. There was a duff aboard from the ship that came before me, and I grabbed onto it. And before every wave that came upon me, I bowed my head, and it passed over me. The writer continues that if Roshan come upon a person, let him bow his head before them, and the danger will pass. Or she explains that he should restrain himself and not antagonize them. So, when Pedro, the cocoa bean farmer, found the pool of cave water, he grabbed onto a duff and bowed his head whenever a wave came while watching off in the distance the young girl being pulled out of the water by an elderly man with a ram. Which reminds us the Gemara relates the story of Rabbi Hina Mendoza Ben-Dosa for the daughter of Nehunya Chofr Shichin, the ditch digger, who fell into a cistern, and after davening for her, she emerged. They said to Rabbi Hina Mendoza that he was a Navi, to which he responded that he was not. Rather, he reasoned, Is it possible that something a Sadik occupies himself with the seabor, his child should stumble upon it? The more addresses how then did Nehunya's son, die of thirst. Duff Kupikov base So the similar Duff Kufkuf base is corn on the cob. So here goes. After a bus call in the mountain was heard that said Kiwi, the corn on the cob salesman, is dead. Corn on the cob? That must move on Duff Kufkuf base." After a bus call in the mountain was heard that said Kiwi, the corn on the cob salesman, is dead. Which reminds us, the next mission states regarding testifying to a man's death to permit his wife to remarry, we permit a woman to remarry based on a baskel without the person making the statement being seen. There was an incident where someone stood on top of a mountaintop and claimed, each pony been pony, and pony mace. Pony been pony from such and such and place died. They went up and found no one there, yet the rebuttal permitted the wife to remarry. When they asked why she was permitted to remarry when perhaps the voice was that of a shade, a demon, it concludes that they saw the shadow of the shadow. And Ravikinia related that Jonas in the shade said that demons do not have shadows of shadows. So after a bus on the mountain was heard that said, Kiwi the corn and the cob salesman is dead... The witnesses who met up with a woman innkeeper who said she had buried him. And here was his butter knife and dental floss. Which reminds us the next mission teaches that Rabikiba originally held that we do not permit a woman to marry based on the testimony of a woman, slave, or shivcha. The final mission of the sect that brings the challenge was brought to Ubi based on the incident where the woman innkeeper was believed that a guest from a group of Levim had died since she brought the Levi's staff, pouch, and safer Torah that he had. The Gmora clarifies that the Pundakiz was an idolater, Masih Kulafituma, and she was speaking offhandedly. And that's why she was believed. When the Gmor challenges this, since they had asked her where her friend was, it answers that as soon as she saw him, she started to cry, which is what prompted them to ask where he was. So after a bus call in the mountain was heard that said, Kivi, the corn and the cob salesman, is dead. The witnesses who met up with the woman innkeeper who said she had buried him, and here was his butter knife and dental floss, were not cross-examined with drishas and hakiras because his wife was collecting her Ksuba. Which reminds us, it was taught in a brisa, ain't botkin eating nashim with drisha be We do not check witnesses who testify for a woman that their husbands died with cross-examination and questioning according to kiva Rabbi Tarfan says, both can we do check them? Even though, under Torah law, both monetary and capital cases for the Pasuk states, There should be one law for you. The reason the Rabbanon said the witnesses for monetary cases do not get checked is so you'll not close the door in the face of borrowers. The Kiva holds that since in the case of testifying that a woman's husband died, there's a collection of the Ksuba, it's like a monetary case. Whereas the retirement holds that since we're permitting the woman to marry someone else, it's similar to in the Nefashos. And Rashi explains that it's because a man who has relations with a married woman gets chenek, strangulation. Duff bay so the sin for duff bays is a bias a house so here it goes this special wednesday night hasna house house that must mean more on Duff bays bias the special Wednesday night Chasnah house specializing in Basua marriages located right next to a base stand which reminds us the opening mission of the Masechta states Basua nisas a Yom Raviy a Yom a Basua is married on Wednesday and an omana is married on Thursday It then explains why a Besoula is married on a Wednesday But twice a week Bate dinim are in session on Mondays and Thursdays so that if he should have a claim regarding her status as a Basua he would arise early in the morning to go to basin. base Rashi explains That this is a takana that the Rabbanan enacted so that he should get the basin while he's still angry. So, this special Wednesday night chasna house specializing in basua marriages. Located right next to a basin, let chassanim come and prepare the suda three days in advance. Which reminds us, Rav Yudah said in the name of Shmuel, why did the rabbin say that a Basul was married on Wednesday and not on Sunday as well, when the husband could also go early to the basin on Monday? The chassanim were hardworking and seemed to the well-being of Jewish women that the future husband busy himself preparing for the suda for three consecutive days—Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday—and then marry her on Wednesday. So, the special Wednesday night Aid house specializing in basul marriages located right next to a then let chassan and Kamba prepare their suda three days in advance and remind them while onsin can get in the way of a wedding date, that ain't onus begitin, which reminds us. Rav Yosef inferred that if a chassan recalled became ill or she began to menstruate and the wedding had to be postponed due to circumstances beyond the chassan's control, then he would not need to provide her with food. Rav said, gittin okay. regarding Gittin, this is not so, Rush explains, that if one gave his wife a get on condition, there would only be a get if he failed to arrive at home by a certain date. Eight, and then he failed to do so due to circumstances beyond his control The get is valid and he cannot say he was an onus the Gamora says that apparently rabble holds it ain't onus begitten and seeks to know where he derived this alright so now it's time for our 10 question pop quiz but in this case we have 6 questions for Aksubus so here we go question number 1 wish of the one that a basul gets married in Ravi out of concern for a tiny basuling that's on daf base good number 2 which of the one that it's not a problem for the Rabban to validate a get because called the Mechadosh to die to Rabban That's on Duff. gimel Good. Number three. which of the one shaktu chachamim v'noz and required the Chassan prepared for the Chassan three days in advance. That's on Duff. Base. Good. Number four. Which stuff did we win that they did not abolish the Wednesday Chasn of because the government decree of the hegmon would eventually be revoked. That's on Duff. Gimmel. Good. Number five, which something when the marriages can take place every night in cities where based and convenes daily? That's on Duff. Gimmel. Good. And number six, which something when the rubble holds that ain't onus begitten, based on the four related to snuos and prutzos. That's on Duff. Base, Excellent. are right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ramgol wishing you a great day and great learning.